0: Hello, this is Matt. It's been a little while, I acknowledge, in my uploading and my posting to the Instagram, but life has been a touch busy for me throughout the past few months, due partially to my work in creating, playtesting, and fine-tuning the RPG that you had all requested in the big poll I put out at the end of season two of World Dreamer. And at last, I think I have a product I'm ready to show to you all. Starting next week, when this audio is posted, I will be premiering an RPG and an actual play series of both the same name, entitled Oath of Olympus. A little bit of an overview for Oath of Olympus is what I'm hoping to get out of this video. Uh, A lot of mechanics will, of course, come up in the actual play series, which I will do my best to detail when they come up, but I want to make this video as a quick jumping off point so you have a bit of an idea of what we're working with when we go in. For starters, I have a few small similarities to Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Uh, This primarily being uh, the dice system we're using. We're doing your standard uh, d20 for most rolls, and then various weapon damages will be various sized dice. I've kept that also fairly similar to what Dungeons & Dragons is like. Uh, because I felt creating a whole item system for this is not my primary focus. But there are a lot more changes. There are no classes. That's for starters. This being a Percy Jackson RPG, I didn't really feel it made a lot of sense. The primary thing that makes you distinct comes from your godly parentage. And the powers that you get from that. The way the powers work in this system bears similarities to the RPG system masks, which has been a big inspiration in a lot of my RPG making. I wanted this RPG to have a balance of some concrete mechanics, but also some ways to really allow players to think outside the box and do things that aren't necessarily written down on the page. I wanted both combat and non-combat situations to feel like they have a lot of freedom which I think gives players a lot more fun in what they can do and gives DMs a lot more freedom to make uh, combat encounters harder than they would seem on paper so that the players can think of creative solutions to end them quickly besides just slogging through a series of dice rolls. Each character starts out with two divine boons which are, like the powers and masks, very vague, general uh, things and abilities they can control. Some examples would be like super strength, or water manipulation, or things like that. Now, having super strength wouldn't necessarily give you some bonus to your strength modifier. Oh yeah, the, the stat scores are also the same as they are. In uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, Yeah, having super strength wouldn't increase your strength beyond normal. It's more of, say, a character wanted to push a boulder. If they didn't have super strength, I would essentially say, no, there's no physical way you could do that. If they had super strength, I would say, give me a roll for it. It's essentially opening up possibilities of what you can try and achieve. Uh, these powers aren't necessarily tied to one specific stat. You can make a strength, dex, con, charisma, any sort of role with these abilities. It really just depends on what you're trying to do. Now, players also have the option of having a third Divine Boon if they are willing to take on what I call a Divine Bane. A Divine Bane is a weakness that their character has, whether that's a debilitating aspect of their personality, a fear of something specific uh, related to their god. It's something they've inherited from their parents that can make their life a bit harder and something a DM can bring up to uh, put a bit more pressure on said player. Uh other differences with there being no uh class system i have opted for more of a point buying ability system where there is a whole list of abilities on my document that they can pick from they will come up when they're brought up in the actual play series Uh, and as they level up they get more points with which to get uh higher and higher cost abilities uh In combat, you have the option of, A, uh, just doing what you normally do in an RPG and working by yourself, or pairing up with another player or NPC, which will mean you both act on the same turn, and therefore can do actions at the same time if... Your divine boons let you do a cool combo attack, you can do that. One person could give another advantage if what they're doing is very important. Uh, Enemies also have this option, though, so best beware. In addition to separate the Greek and Roman demigods a little bit more, Greeks get an extra plus one when they are working alone, where Romans get an extra plus one if they are working with another ally. Uh, Most of the abilities have very similar names to the abilities that appear in Kevin Crawford's Worlds Without Number, although I have added a few of my own that I thought would be fun to add. And those are the big ones for now. There are a couple other very situational ones that'll come up. I have a whole bunch of rules for social combat... There's something called glory that comes when you get into combat, but I'll wait until Oath of Olympus, the actual play series, comes out for you all to discover that on your own. As I said before, one week from when this is posted, the first episode of Oath of Olympus will come out. Something I want to make very clear with this series is this is very much... Still playtesting. Uh, we are going to be experimenting with a lot of the rules and mechanics, and many of them may change by the end of this series. As a matter of fact, uh, as I am recording this audio, the system has already changed from when we first started the actual play series because I noticed things I wanted to fine tune more. I will, of course, do my best to make it clear to the audience when rules are being changed. But I want you guys to see this thing sort of develop and get an insight into a bunch of people working with actual material and trying to play test it the best. We are by no means professionals, and we are absolutely going to make mistakes. But I think it'll be a different experience from most other actual play podcasts. Uh, I have a great group with me. They've been... Really lovely to work with, and if you want to get sneak peeks of their characters before the first episode comes out, follow uh, my Instagram at the.world.dreamer, and you will see uh, every day the week before this comes out, I will post uh, Hero Forge minis made by each of the players and with some fun uh positioning work done by uh my friends michael and gail both of which are in this actual play series uh and they'll show off uh some names and divine parents and a bit of the designs of what each of the players are going for i'm really excited to present this to you all and i hope you all are as excited as i am to see this take off i'll see you all soon with Oath of Olympus.